0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to slash style to get free shipping and 365
1: day returns on your next order. slash style.
2: I got written by Emily out. All right. Let's record.
1: We were just talking about how we're gonna invite our editor, who's gonna edit this. Emily,
2: this is us live on air asking you to have dinner with us for Christmas.
1: Yeah, after work drinks Christmas party. There's three of us in the the big team. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna go get boozy together if she says yes. She's like, no, we're not. We have a very moody girl on our hands, everybody. In the shape of you. (laughs) That's me. I've got the worst PMS, and I was talking to my friends on the weekend about how it happens every single month, but for some reason it's still a surprise. It's like a surprise, and it also you feel as though it's not PMS. You just feel as though the world is ending, Mm -hmm. even though it is. It's kind of when you're hungover. And you feel really anxious and depressed and you know that it's just the hangover, but it doesn't change anything. doesn't change how bad you're feeling.
2: You can't see any scope outside of how you're currently mm. feeling and you think this is just your existence forever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And also my mood swings happen a week out from getting my period, which I've only just realized. So yesterday I was like, I don't. I'm not even getting my period for ages. This is just how angry I am. And then my Flow app, which is actually such a hack, just popped up a notification, being like, "You're about to get moody AF." Um, there you go. So that's interesting. But yeah, I this morning almost dumped my boyfriend because I couldn't brush my teeth before going to Pilates, and I walked. I was walking to Pilates, drafting angry texts the whole way there, like
2: fuming. We've all been fuming. There. <laughs> this is the th- like, yeah. This is the thing about women is like, when we're angry, we're in like our version. Of violence is like psychological warfare, where you're like, What's the worst thing? Like, what can, what like points can I target with this text to like, I don't make you feel like the most despicable person?
1: And when I get angry, I get so angry, where it's just, it's, it goes, I'll be so happy, and then get just so angry. And it's just like, I wish there was a middle ground. I feel like I haven't seen you angry. I was angry at you 20 minutes I ago. I know, but I'm
2: too charming. You can't be <laughs> angry for long. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, oh, I'm sorry. You she just like, me waiting outside fine. a
1: cafe for. It wasn't even that long. It was literally but, 10 minutes. No, it was 14, Grace. And I was three minutes early. So it was 17. That's quite a while. Yeah. But no. It was 14. Grace. <laughs> it was literally 10 minutes. Anyway, we're going to have a fight if we don't change the
2: subject. Wait, so I have something interesting to tell you about hormones, which is that. Someone told me this, actually, I haven't fact checked this, the other day that if you kill someone while you're in labor, you can't go to jail. What? Yeah, it's like a legal thing wow. because your emotions are so f- crazy scientifically that you just can't be held responsible for anything you say or do. Something to think about.
1: I love that someone told you that.
2: <laughs> it was my cousin who just had a baby, but she was like, it's, you're just manic. You're like an animal. She said her, her partner tried to pack a book in the bag. Because he mm-hmm. knew anything and she like picked it up and just like threw it, like <laughs> tossed it at the wall. And was just like, why are you packing the book? Um, that's hilarious. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think that's the other thing as well is even though you know that there's hormones coming in and out of your body and you actually can't control it. These mood swings are the result of hormones moving around in your body. And so they make complete sense. But you still think you're acting crazy. You still just are like, why can't I just be normal about this? I'm overreacting. But it's not even my fault. It's all of the shit. Zipping around in my body. I know. So yeah, anyway, we need to all be easy on ourselves in these states. I just had a big old cinnamon bun and it was the best thing I've ever eaten. From a place that started in lockdown, from their house. What was it their mum was making them?
2: Yeah, it's called Buns From Home in Notting Hill and the mum was making these buns from home because I was like, that's the worst name. Why is it called Buns From Home? And that's why. And then everyone was smelling the sm- the scent of the delicious cinnamon glaze and flocking to their house. And they made so much money that they now have this huge storefront off Portobello and, and it's, they're about to go global.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're about to franchise and it's no shit the best Cinnamon bun I've ever had, and I have cinnamon buns all the time. Speaking of delicious pastries, very quickly before we get into actual topics, we both were delivered Friday pies, which are kiwi pies made from New Zealand. Had you ever had a kiwi pie before? They're basically in New Zealand, pies are our thing. Right. They're everywhere you go. And I know you, you have them in convenience stores and things in Oz as well, They're right? They're quite
2: big in Australia as yeah. well. Yeah. I think
1: they're just better in New Zealand, okay. FYI. And <laughs> these Kiwis have started a delivery. Basically, when I moved to London years ago, I was like, "Somebody, I think every New Zealander has thought this. Somebody needs to open a pie shop here." And anyway, they've opened one, and they sent us some
2: pies, and they're yeah. out of control. they were so delicious. Yeah. It's Friday pie. And they were like,
1: you don't need to talk about it on the pod. And now we just can't. We did a
2: whole episode about them. (laughs) This episode is. I actually want to do like a regular order about. Regular order. I know. To have in the house.
1: Yeah. So remember I was talking about my ex boyfriend who made me deliver him butter chicken pies. Yeah. These guys do butter chicken pies, they do lamb sag pies. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Made me. It was a bit of trauma. (laughs) (laughs)
2: This is us writing our ad scripts. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Remember my boyfriend who? Remember my <laughs> um dropkick
1: boyfriend.
2: <laughs> okay, let's talk about insecure. I have not seen Insecure, <laughs> though I'm aware that it's a cultural phenomenon.
1: Yeah, so the first episode of the final season was released this week. Came out in the US yesterday, not coming out in the UK till tomorrow, so I was frantically texting everybody I knew to try and illegally stream it yesterday and i succeeded and it's really really good Issa ray is the creator and star and she's fucking phenomenal it's really really funny so it's all comedians and insecure which is, makes it even better like everyone is stand-up comedians all the main cast right and i love that despite it kind of taking off in lockdown so it was around for ages and then it became this massive show in lockdown She's still ending it this season, which I'm very sad about, but I think it's kind of cool knowing when to, to leave it on a high. Yeah. And she's obviously going to go on and do so many other amazing things, but I think she's not going to probably star in them as much, and I think that's kind of the beauty of In It's kind of a Phoebe Waller-Bridge thing where you love seeing her on screen because she's so funny as an actress, and that's a similar vibe, so I'll be sad if she doesn't star on screen anymore because she's ridiculous.
2: What's the story of her again? <laughs> but it, I feel like I read something she was a student filmmaker or something like what I had an insecure start what's her deal this is just her first thing that she's done she's done a bunch of stuff she basically she became a thing because when
1: she was studying film she was releasing she was basically creating YouTube videos yeah, and releasing right. them as TV shows on YouTube and her first show which is called Insecure Black Girl I think That came from the YouTube clips. And then Insecure is the next thing she's done since then. But she's working on so much stuff. She's got ridiculous. She's been in like a Netflix movie. She's working on a new reality show. She's just, yeah, she's just working on so much stuff. So good to have that in mind. But I am really sad at the ending. And basically, I'm part of this community. I never use Twitter, but I follow everyone on Insecure on Twitter. And I always jump on and... Because it's that kind of got that crazy Stan community where everyone's so invested in all the characters. And basically, Issa, she plays herself. She could end up with one of probably three or four guys, and Ooh. one of them is Kendrick Sampson, who's that hot guy
2: that I'm obsessed with. Who do you think it's going to be? Well, I don't know.
1: <laughs> Potentially her ex-boyfriend from the first season. Because I told you she was with him and then he didn't have a job and was, like, just bumming around on her couch all the time Then she broke up with him. I hope it's Kendrick. Okay, got to watch it.
2: Okay, my rec is this HBO doc that just came out. It's called Four Hours at the Capitol. It's just come out in the – it's, like, a BBC-HBO co-production and it's about the insurrection in January. And I think, like, everyone else, I just want to – Forget about all the Donald Trump stuff. Like, I think people just don't want to think about it anymore because it was depressing, but it just took up like the whole news cycle for so long that we're all so over it. That I, my first reaction was, I just don't want to watch that because I don't care about re watching it. And it felt like we saw it all as it happened. Yeah, on the I news. feel the same. You'd think there's just nothing else to see. And watching this documentary, it's fucking crazy. Like, what actually happened on the day is so much worse than anyone thought it was. Mm. There was this pack of people that were kind of trying to get into the Capitol before Donald Trump even started speaking. So it wasn't just Trump telling them to see whatever he was telling them to do fight like hell. But then that group of people that had gone to see Donald Trump speak, which was 50,000 people were just sent to the Capitol as well. So there was just this, these crowds. It was like a a music festival of people shoving in, trying to get in. And the only reason that a bunch of people didn't get in was because there was this tunnel leading into the Capitol That these 40 police officers hand blocked and they had 1500 people trying to squash them to get in and they were just shoving them back and this crowd was so manic that they dragged they just wanted to kill the police and they dragged one of these police officers out and they were like just hitting him grabbing at him someone grabbed a taser and just started tasering him in the head like it's so violent and horrible and they show his body cam footage of like what was happening and people were screaming kill him, kill him with his own gun. And they were trying to get his gun to kill him. Like it's this oh manic, crazy, it looks like scenes from the Russian revolution or the French revolution or something. It was so, 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 so fucked. I can't believe that actually happened. That's what I mean. I was watching it and I was like, I, know. I feel like this is a, th- a, a, a thing so separate I remember from you texting me. No, but as in,
1: I just can't believe that fucking happened. The yeah. thing we knew happened happened. Like you text me and you were just like, they've stormed the Capitol and I was just like I don't even know what you're talking about and then I just put it on the big screen and we're watching those guys in costumes storming the cap it's so insane but I feel like because the past few years have just been so ridiculous you
2: just kind of just have to like put it away put it away oh I think because when I was thinking about it I was thinking of 20 idiots walking around the senate chamber like the viking guy (laughs) <laughs> that you know they were just walking around and picking stuff up and putting things back down. It just looked so innocuous and stupid. Mm, I didn't I, like. I, I knew was knew watching there was the violence footage and stuff, but I didn't realize it was so bad. Yeah, we had. I feel like you did too. That guy, <laughs> that Twitch guy, on. That, oh yeah, and, yeah, and then he was
1: showing. It was showing full. So I was like Uh, seeing people storming and breaking windows and stuff. and I was like, this is crazy. Yeah, I
2: miss that. I feel like I was watching the news and I think the news are so scared to look like they're sensationalizing that they weren't showing Mm. a lot of footage. So watching that footage, I was like, this is madness. And they were so close to getting into the Senate chamber while everyone was still in. If that crowd, if they got their hands on Nancy Pelosi, they would have literally ripped her apart with their bare hands.
1: I know. And I heard people saying that AOC was being hysterical hysterical i felt
2: i felt like she was she was like you try to kill me to ted cruz i was like oh shut up you were fine (laughs) yeah because she she did
1: an instagram live after and was talking about what being in the capital was like and how Mm -hmm. she was fearing for her life and she went and hid in a bathroom and then a cop came in to save her and she thought it was them storming in and she was literally thinking she was going to die and when you watched that documentary, you probably thought, well, of course
2: you're going to think that. Yeah, I can't imagine anything more terrifying. Especially There's being someone like so manic- high profile as her. She would be their number one. They were chanting, fuck that bitch about Nancy Pelosi. There was nothing in the documentary about AOC, but obviously they'd hate AOC. Mm. They interviewed a Nancy Pelosi staffer. AOC will be so sad. There was nothing in the talk about her. I know. <laughs> like, I what know. about my Met Gala dress, you bastard? <laughs> what about my IG live afterwards? I think everyone has just not wanted to admit how crazy it is or how crazy – what do they call it? Like the paradox of prevention. Like when things don't go wrong, you think it wasn't a big deal just because a few lucky things happened to make it not go wrong. So we're like it's not a big deal. Whereas if two things happened differently, they would have massacred like 30 members of Congress on live television.
1: Yeah, it's because there were hardly any – fatalities
2: right that people don't think it was that crazy but it was just so crazy and it's now four police officers killed themselves in the like three weeks afterwards really what they went through was really really bad because they're the thing is as well is that so many of the people that were leading that charge were genuinely like mentally deranged and they interview them in this documentary and this guy's saying i went to march on the capitol because Donald Trump's the first person to admit that every single year in America, 800,000 children are sold into slavery. And people have been criticizing that by letting him say that. But I'm like, letting him say it showcases how insane it is because they just hold on him and like hang on that sentence and then mm. cut to something else because you're like, that's insane. And then there's this crazy cowboy who's from this group called Cowboys for Donald Trump.
0: <laughs> Love. Drake's and he's probably manic.
2: in
1: it. Yeah. Drake dressed as a cowboy for his birthday. And I like don't know why, but has me dead, the photos of him dressed as a cowboy Wait, in, a, in the back this. of a car just with a cowboy hat on, looking like angry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Drake's going to cowboys for Donald Trump. Yeah, cowboys for Donald Trump. And at the end, he got arrested, obviously, because he was leading it. And he said, you know, I believe in the, um, the death penalty and I believe in hard labor for criminals, but they didn't allow me to have a shower for nine days and that's a human rights violation. I was like, it kind of is. Yuck. And the guy who got tased, who they dragged out, is really hot. And now everyone on Twitter wants to buss him because really? he's really funny. He's covered in tats and he's really funny how he retells the story. He's very, like, emotionless.
1: I wonder what's going on with that prison guy who knocked up the Topshop guy's daughter. What's he doing right now? Jeremy Meeks. I don't know. We need to check in on him maybe in the Patreon yet. <laughs> Okay, On to sad, crazy, sobering, literally insane news Mm. that happened on Thursday. Alec Baldwin accidentally shooting and killing Helena Hutchins, who is the director of photography on his new film, Rust. Basically, I'm sure everyone's heard the story, but basically on Thursday afternoon, they were rehearsing for a scene. Alec Baldwin was told that the gun was a what is the word cold gun so it had no live bullets or blanks in it he was told it had nothing in it and then held it up and accidentally shot helena and the bullet also hit the director joel souza it's really 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 sad so she's a 42 year old mother of one she's a ukrainian cinematographer and she was dubbed just a rising star in the industry she was really really incredibly talented she'd said before she went on set of rust that she was so excited to be working on this film it's just the most horrific horrible tragedy to have happened and so many things have to have gone wrong for that to have happened and then basically basically I was watching live as all the news was coming out about it and every few hours there was something more released that just made it even more crazy so for like one thing rust is a film about the aftermath of an accidental shooting which was just absolutely crazy. That's the same day, that morning, a whole bunch of people who were crew members on set walked out because they said that it was unfair working conditions. The shoot days were really long. There was a lack of gun safety and crew members were forced to drive 50 miles to work every single day. So they have to get up super early, drive 50 miles, mm-hmm. work like 18 hour days and then drive all the way home because they were refused accommodation closer to the set. So at least six people walked out, and then they were replaced with non-union members and were ordered to leave the premises straight away. Helena had been reportedly advocating for better working conditions and so had Alec Baldwin, who is a producer on the film as well as an actor. So concerning whether Alec Baldwin would be in trouble for this, not as an actor at all, because it's not his responsibility to check the guns, they have a head of armour for that and there's other people that should be checking those things first and that's why it was yelled out cold gun before it was handed to him but he's a producer so depending on how my um housemate was kind of explaining this to me she's a producer she was saying that depending on how much he actually has to do with the production because sometimes celebs just put their names down as producer because it looks good for them and it helps the film to sell more but depending on how much he had to do with it he could actually be liable in
2: some capacity because of the unsafe see it. Interesting. So crazy. It's a crazy situation. So I yeah, I was having a read as well because I was just like, how the fuck? I think because gun stuff happens in America all the time, I guess I just assumed that I don't know, the guns were just around on sets, but from reading a bit more about it, they said that there should never be a live gun anywhere near a film set anywhere ever, and that's been the industry standard for decades. Because yes, so, there's been quite a few people who have died on set in the past. Yes. Sort of like there
1: was Brandon Lee, the son of Bruce Lee, who died in nineteen ninety-three. That's the crow, right?
2: Yeah. That was always like famous in film lore because they were rolling when they shot him. Oh. So my there's God. like footage of him being killed.
0: That's so crazy. apparently it's like an urban myth.
2: I don't understand, obviously, this is like the whole thing that the criminal investigation's about, but how an actual gun with bullets was there which is why i saw some conspiracy theorists on twitter being like can't have been an accident how was there a gun but apparently even
1: cnn put that i was did like they? shut up they, they were, just like, if the, they were just like if it turns out that it that someone um loaded it on purpose then it will turn into a like what a murder bizarre investigation. way to kill someone
0: like if you're yeah. like,
1: somewhat
2: just hoping that they'll point at
1: yeah exactly the person you
2: want apparently they were doing ta- the crew was doing target practice with real guns in their off time and that had got mixed up somehow with the prop guns, which just seems insane. Insane. I can't even, just the steps you would think, you'd think there'd be 15 steps before it's even handed to the actor. Mm. So the head of armour
1: on set is a 24-year-old woman and it was only her second job as head armourer. She's the daughter of a veteran Hollywood armourer, so afterwards, basically, people were saying that there was full nepotism at play. You know, she's too young to have the job and it was only she's inexperienced and it was only her second film that she'd ever worked on. She said last month on a podcast that she felt she was too inexperienced, which is just
2: God. really
1: unfortunate. But as you were saying to me earlier, it's not her fault that she's 24 and inexperienced. It's the people who hired her's fault. Why would you hire someone if if you think they're too young and they don't have the right skills to do the
2: job? And I saw a Daily Mail article that said she got in trouble on her last set because she handed, like, a loaded gun to an 11-year-old or something. Like, something. Oh, my God. Um, Which, again, doesn't make sense because you're not supposed to have loaded guns on sets. Maybe she handed a dangerous prop gun. Because I think the prop guns have blanks in them sometimes. Yeah, which is still still dangerous. So I think she handed... a gun like that to an 11 year old it is her fault obviously because if you're not doing your job and people's safety is at risk you should say i'm feeling overwhelmed or i can't do this but at the same time yeah why was she hired and it sounds like there was a lot of mishaps that she'd made before this happened that were just ignored But well, that's
1: why everyone walked out that morning that yeah. it's
2: just so tragic did you feel when you were reading about it it just made me feel it felt so relatable in the sense when you're working on a project or you're working with people and you just know things are fucked up and you're just like, am I going to raise my voice and say something about this or am I just going to hope that nothing bad happens? Like but- obviously I haven't been in a situation with guns or anything, but it just, I was like, I can imagine that feeling. Of It feels like the wheels are falling off a mm. bit and everything's a bit manic and there's not enough money and everyone's being a bit crazy and everyone's just rocking up every day. Yeah, and thinking, everyone's just exhausted needing to get
1: through it. Yeah, 100%. And again, it's people – being too tired people overwork and people just getting through it and it's
2: like and just those little things i can kind of see so dave halls was the assistant director and i was reading that he, i think he's being scapegoated a bit because there's now a bunch of people that have worked on with him on past projects who are coming out of the woodwork saying he was really lazy like apparently the first assistant director is meant to be the person in charge of safety on set like the director does the creative stuff and the first AD is like in charge of everything to do with HR-related safety on set things. And he's the one that yelled out cold gun. And he's the one that yelled out cold gun. So people are saying – and then the woman who did the 9-11 call I saw on TMZ was yelling about him when she called 9-11. She was like, this fucking guy, like he was yelling at me about shit this morning. It was his job to check the gun. It's his fault. It's his fault kind of thing. Fucking Um, hell. Which is so – nuts imagine holding a gun that you
1: were told has no bullets in it and then realizing someone is shot dead on the ground but i can just
2: see your I can brain just see would how, just be like, like i can't even comprehend this and like the the thing process where when he picked it up if he was tired he was probably like obviously the gun's empty like you can just see how yeah. everyone's passing the buck around and if you're not super vigilant with this stuff which i can see how people get I'm not trying to justify him, obviously, but I'm just – I'm like I can just see how this disaster could happen with just a lot of people being extremely lazy and incompetent in their jobs yeah, and just relying on someone else to do the work.
1: Yeah, and then it's so tragic that it it was her that had
2: to fucking – it's so sad. So sad. It just seems like in our day and age with digital stuff that we have, why do you even need It's crazy and
1: it should be – that's the other thing; is it should just not be, and it probably isn't, okay to go out shooting with real guns. I get that you're on location in New Mexico and you're out in the desert or whatever, but you shouldn't be able to do that on a film set or a after work, or whatever. bunch
2: of cowboys. That's
1: so crazy. I just don't think Alec Baldwin you would ever get over that. No, ever. And you're you. He would just be completely fucked up now. And then yes. there were all those photos of photos being released that just. Felt a bit icky to look at. So bad. There was the a head photo on everything. I yeah. was like, what? I was like, I don't want to see this. It's someone yeah. like completely distraught. Imagine if you accidentally killed someone, and then your friends putting the photo of you finding out you've accidentally killed someone. Unkind, everywhere probably. Hilaria. The, the, the fucking the, Hilaria, Hilaria. She's like, hola. <laughs> Hilaria must have been fucking gagging to post on Instagram. Well, I can like, she waited this long. When she posted it's Tuesday, it, I was like, It's been four f- days. Oh,
2: she's been, si- that's been sitting in drafts. Or I she's be, been yeah, perfecting no, she, it. Her
1: phone must have been fucking confiscated. Yeah, or something. You think? She cannot not post on Instagram for
2: like. Well, when I was reading about, I was, I was reading some article about can Alec Baldwin recover from this? And it was talking about how in 2010, Ten or something, Ilaria got in trouble because she got caught tweeting at James Gandolfini's funeral. So she was tweeting, um, "We're so sad, you're dead, James. RIP." And the timestamp was like everyone was still in the church. Yeah, and then no, yeah, exactly. Alec she Baldwin has not had she has not had her phone on her for the past four days. Yeah, and then Ali Baldwin tweeted a homophobic rant against the Daily Mail journalist that broke the story, and then he nearly got cancelled. Wow. He's a very complicated man. Consider he's, the He's source. just lived the craziest life. Like, consider the source. That thing. The how cucumber he thing. His, the, like, how he called his daughter Ireland and called her a pig when she was 11 and it got leaked. What? Yeah, that audio is really horrible. It's his daughter with Kim Basinger and he called her and left her a voicemail because he was angry at her because she hadn't called him and he was like, you're just a fucking ungrateful pig and she was like 11. <laughs> me this morning to my boyfriend and he wouldn't let me brush my teeth. <laughs> yeah, he's just like a complicated man. Yeah. And this is his, I think he'll recover. I think everyone feels so sorry for him.
1: Oh, no, yeah, totally. I don't even think anyone, I don't th- even think there's anything about him. I don't think he would ever face any repercussions for this. Except if he is found to be way more involved in terms of, like, not listening to the unionized staffers and stuff. Yeah. But everyone, I think everyone's just like, fuck, that was an accident. That's crazy. But yeah, I
2: feel so sorry for him. That would
1: be so, like, traumatic. It would be ridiculous. Imagine if I accidentally just shot you on set. <laughs> Stop fantasizing. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm going to shoot you if you leave me waiting for 14 minutes again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is the problem with guns. I was... Not that Alec Wilm was trying to kill her, obviously, but I was talking to someone about this on the weekend, how things escalate so quickly with guns because it's so impersonal. Like, if you want to stab someone, it's so hectic. Like, you've got to get right up in their face and do it, and it's, like, really horrible, whereas with a gun it's so – you could just do it in the blink of an eye and not think about it while you're angry in the moment, and mm. then you just have to live with it forever.
1: Yeah. Which
2: is why – I'm
1: quite surprised more women don't murder when they have PMEs, when they're really angry.
2: Chicago, Don't oh remember. yeah, yeah, that's my favorite thing ever. All the women dancing, he had a <laughs> I know. I was like, this is feminism. Yes, I know. Women just aren't really violent. <laughs> We're so. Funny. I know that's I'm not, not true. I know, but I'm like, they just, they just, they display violent tendencies so rarely, and when they do it. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, honestly. Nothing (laughs) to back up what I'm saying. (laughs) Nothing to back up what I'm saying. Whatsoever. Yeah.
0: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot.
2: okay let's talk about the queen who yes. may soon be dead i i think we both predicted that she was going to be she had a year to go after philip died because that's the rule yeah she's got a big b-day celebration next year it's her 70th year as a monarch which is she- wild she's having a platinum jubilee celebration she's 95 years old She's 95 years old she was in hospital last
1: wednesday for the first time since they believed 2013 which wasn't anything serious in 2013 either so when this broke in the uk everyone freaked out a little bit um the
2: palace was kind of downplaying it and denying it and then they were forced to admit she'd been in basically she didn't show up to a royal tour in Ireland and said it was nothing no big deal and then the palace was forced to admit she'd been in hospital because there was lots of little sneaky sources that had seen her oh
1: my god if I was a nurse I'd be leaking that shit to
2: do more on blower immediately so they had to admit it but they kept saying it's not a big deal and then the report yesterday was that she's just quote unquote knackered from staying up watching too much late night TV.
1: Oh, shut up. I know. She's been watching The Crown. I was like, what she been watching, The Real Housewives? Still the most iconic thing about the Queen, I know she's obviously done a lot of life, The most important thing
2: <laughs> The most, <laughs> the most she's iconic ever
1: done. thing, the most relatable thing about the Queen is how she just met Prince Philip when she was fourteen, had the biggest crush on him, and thought, him, I wanna marry that hot bad boy. I don't care that he's my second cousin. I don't care anything about it. I'm marrying him. And then they just made it happen obviously. She was the queen and then he was just really naughty and a playboy and she just loved him and thought he was so hot. He was so hot. He was so hot.
2: Proud of her. Yeah, I, I know. Down <laughs> through diplomatic She's like, relations I'm the fucking with queen, Greece. Bitch. Yes. Yeah, so she if she is still on the throne in 2024 she will surpass King Louis Eighteenth as the longest reigning European monarch in history. Oh, wow. And he took the job at age four. Four. <laughs> Thank you. The New York Times. And she's the longest living and longest reigning British monarch already. Yes. So big deal that yes. she might – I mean, but also, she obviously will die. But. Big
1: deal. and It is a big deal. But we are in a time when – yeah. She doesn't have to worry about being usurped or killed or there hasn't been any
2: Dying big wars of like, that she's had to go into. at 28. Yeah. She's lived through a lot. A lot of prime ministers. <laughs> a lot of prime ministers. She was friends with Winston Churchill. Like I think people just forget how insane it is for her to have lived a century. But she's obviously a very beloved figure and people are – very sad at the idea of her getting sick and dying in the new york times around this story about how it's really interesting in a time where we're so firstly like anti-old white people and secondly really anti like inherited wealth and three a really anti like elitism and the one percent and and monarchy in general that she just inspires so much like love and devotion in people and even though she's so rich and so privileged when people think of her they don't even think of I mean, I, I know it sounds stupid to say they don't think of wealth and privilege, but you just don't think of her as you think a one percenter, like, rich person. You think of her as a nice little grandma. Nice little grandma. With the corgis? I think it's because she has never seemed very interested in any of the trappings of wealth. It's like when she's sitting in these carriages and wearing these things, it seems like she's just rocking up because she has to.
1: Yeah. Most of what I know about the Queen comes from the crown. Mm. But as in, even in that, she's depicted as being, as just doing her duty. I think she's always been really duty-bound and she's always worked really hard. Mm-hmm. So it was that thing where she does an insane amount of
2: work still. Okay, I've got a, oh, a okay. little figure for Go you. on. From the October 1st through to October 19th, she has traveled 1,000 kilometers on events over England, Scotland, and Wales. Yeah. That's 19 days, 1,000 Ks.
1: I can't really figure out how long that is, but it's and a lot. England, yeah,
2: it's a lot. <laughs> it says, that's a lot for any senior citizen.
1: <laughs> or anyone at all, to be fair. Especially in a pandemic, Queenie yeah. doesn't seem very safe. Spreading the virus.
2: She's distracting herself because she's sad. I know. I think. She's keep trying she's, to she keep busy. But she has always
1: worked... An- a crazy yeah. amount of days, so I think maybe it's, it's just people knowing that she's doing her duty, and she's always been a steady figure in people's lives. She's like hasn't really disappointed anyone. She kind of just shuts up,
2: does the job. So I just read in researching this that a magazine recently tried to name her Oldie of the Year, which seems. <laughs> so funny so rude hold of the year should, in the 1800s they would have been executed for trying to do that for treason who
1: usually and she, wins
2: i don't know but she responded saying her majesty believes you are only old as you feel and the queen does not believe that she meets the relevant criteria to accept this award and hopes you'll find a more worthy recipient that's so cute why she's I so cute deal with that. Jada, Queen? okay
1: but yeah. wait do we think she what do we think she thinks of do you think she gets involved in the drama with the Grangers, or do you think she tries to stay
2: out of it what do you think she thinks of meg i think she doesn't think of meg that much i just think she's finds harry annoying yeah like he's just causing her problems and she's like just why am i always being told about this i don't think she cares about the intricacies of like the opera. yeah she probably
1: just she probably loves harry as her grandson but it's just like
2: thinks he's being a little bit silly yeah and I was thinking that's sad because she probably will die. I oh, know, I thought that too. And it'll they'll have like the worst relationship he's ever had with her will be how it ends, which is really sad.
1: Yeah, and I think they're obviously on good terms, as in they still talk on the phone and things like that. But he obviously doesn't live in the same country and doesn't see her as often as he used to. And she'll still be a bit fucked off because he's yes. more racist. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she'll probably still be fucked off about that. Yeah, um, and yeah, when how Prince Philip died when. Yeah. All this was going on. Yeah.
2: Not good. Not good. Okay, so the New York Times thing was really interesting because it talks about how she is probably going to be, when she dies, like the last global monarch. Like there's a king of Spain and of Norway and of Denmark, but people don't know who they are. They're not famous on like a global scale. Yeah. And even if when uh, William and Charles take over – It won't. The interest will just be gone. There's just something, like, something about our society will die with her (laughs) in terms of our, like, reverence for the royal family. Yeah. I
1: wonder if people will get rid of them with Charles.
2: Apparently the process of getting rid of the royal family is so long and complicated that they won't – no one will do it just because the Brits are very non-confrontate. Like, they just don't care. Mm. I think it, something I read said the process will take ten years for it to get passed through Parliament and approved, and all of the relevant things, and blah blah blah, and then to like unpack all of the, because all of the institutions of government and Parliament are like tied to the royal family, so like figuring out what every single one of those things are without royalty would be really complicated. So they'll probably just keep them, but they'll just become like a.
1: That's so random. When I worked in mags, probably same as you. In the back end, we had just had a obituary. Is that a word? Did you for Prince Philip and Queen Elizabeth all ready to go, oh, ready to hit publish? We certainly
2: had Philip. Yeah, <laughs> he was on his last legs for a while. Yeah, but we didn't have the Queen. Yeah. Okay, so very quick rundown. I've been reading about what's going to happen when the Queen dies, so we're all prepared ahead of time.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's called Operation London Bridge. And when she dies, Boris Johnson will be called and told, London Bridge has fallen down. Which Why don't they just say the Queen has died? I just can't believe that's real. It sounds so fake. I know. London, He'll be like, is the Queen dead or has (laughs) it actually fallen? That just seems like (laughs) (laughs) like, welcoming confusion. Yes. And then they have ten minutes to lower all the flags to half mast and they did a drill last year and they weren't lowering quick enough so they had to get like a firm in to start controlling their flagpoles, which is hilarious. Oh, my God, I would
1: hate it if everyone was
2: practising for my ideas. I know. And then this, I love. Okay. It's been decided that all retweets will be banned across all Whitehall departments unless they're cleared by the government's chief communications officer. So no one's allowed to retweet condolences for the Queen. Like the whole parliament's being told. And then... <laughs> Her death is to be referred to as D-Day and then every day leading up to the funeral will be called D plus one, D plus two and so on. And the funeral has to happen in 10 days. Crazy! This is the crazy part. She's going to be laid in, where is it? In the thing, the famous church where Cain William got married. Westminster Westminster, Abbey. And her coffin will be open for everyone to go look at for three days.
1: As if she would let that happen.
2: That's the rule. I don't know. I'm sure what? it won't be open with her face, but apparently it will be. And everyone in the public is will line up and go and get to, like, see her and wave goodbye.
1: Yuck. That is fucked up. Is that not crazy? And also,
2: bodies go so gross. I know. And she's – there's, like, all these plans depending on, like, where she dies and, like, how she – she's getting shipped to King's Cross Is where they bring her body. They've got a special carriage in the train. It's oh my God. crazy. And then as soon as she dies – Charles has to go to Westminster and be sworn in as king and then he goes on a 10-day like publicity tour around Scotland and Ireland and stuff until the funeral. And then he has his coronation after the funeral and the funeral will be like a giant thing where everyone like lines up outside Westminster Abbey. So unnecessary. It's manic.
1: Yeah. And also his mum just died. She didn't have to go to Ireland. (laughs) The coffin thing is crazy. Let's go. I'm not going. No, it's I think foul. we should go. I think we should go. We can go and put some flowers outside the palace if you want, if you really want.
2: I went after Philip died and they were like none. Did really you go awkward. after Philip died? Well, we were walking Hyde Park and I was like, let's go see. Oh. It was hardly Diana's sea of flowers. There was like 15 bunches. Wow. felt bad. Harder. But it was coronavirus. Yes. Jare Philip. Okay, briefly. Ending on the most... Important story of the week. Yes.
1: So Angelina Jolie went to the red carpet for another premiere of Eternals, which is her new random movie. She's always in the most random movies. I cannot deal with the shit she takes on. It's always like weird superhero stuff. It's just I reckon it's just money. She's pay paycheck. Care.
2: Whatever the biggest paycheck is. Why does she what? Like why do you need that much money? Like if you're worth five hundred million, why? Like why can't you just take on projects that are artistic value? I also just wouldn't work anymore. I wouldn't be in a superhero movie. That's for damn sure.
1: No, <laughs> couldn't <laughs> pay me to be in this superhero movie. And she looked fucking gorgeous in this dress, sparkly sequin. Is it Versace? Sparkly sequin Versace dress. Queen, heaven, amazing. And then she flipped around, she turned around, and what, lo and behold, her hair is down to her butt, with hair extensions, as celebrities put in all the time, but I don't know who did this, I don't know what they have
2: against her, but it is bad. There was an active sabotage, I'm assuming. But
1: how many people, this is what I mean, it's like Alec Baldwin shooting her, (laughs) How many people did that have to go through for this to go wrong?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And with Angelina Jolie, how many people had to have seen the back of her hair before she got to that red carpet? So if you haven't seen it. Her children hate her. Her hairstylist hates her. Her driver hates her. Jimmy Chan hates her. Everyone hates her. Or
2: something. If you haven't seen them, like, her hair just stops. And then the extensions, like, are thin and flimsy. It's like when we were all in high school and we bought those cheap hair extensions and try to clip them in and it was just so so poorly done it looks like it was self-done or something
1: it's just beyond bad it's not even it's it's i'm wearing hair extensions on halloween and they won't look like this are you yeah because i'm going to megan fox <laughs> i know about that i'm very but yeah, excited yeah to i see. bought hair extensions off amazon and it won't look that bad it's actually kind of impossible for it to look this bad have you
2: are you looking for a photo because there's one on our dock I know, I just want to, yeah, so it's getting, like, a lot of coverage. They're calling it a hair malfunction. It's, it's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. I can't think of a beauty malfunction that's happened like this. I think of Nikki Hilton when she went to that show in Paris and, like, you could literally see her butt as she walked up the stairs. Why don't we post this on our
1: Instagram?
2: (laughs) I don't know. We still can. Yeah. Yeah. And Um, even hair extensions go viral. Do you think there were a last minute like Don't they have the same hairstylist for multiple years? Yeah. She can't have someone this unprofessional working for her. Do you think he was sick and they had to call in a random? I don't know, like, but Italian then like also something.
1: remember when Selena Gomez went to the Met Gala
2: and looked hideous? Remember she had she, she looked hideous? She looked, like she she looked she said she looked hideous? <laughs> no, 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 sorry, but i it was not hideous, it was just like like laughable like it was just like fake tan to the point of it being like a practical joke or something yeah it was
1: just like crazy and afterwards she was just like oh my god seeing these photos of myself makes me want to die how did that happen and i'm like how did that happen how did this happen she, Angelina Jolie would have gone through so many people before she hit that red carpet,
2: and she's got all that, of like, whom need to be questioned in, in and everything else is. She looks so stunning, so beautifully done. It just seems I kind of get the kids. The kids are kind of young. I can see how they might not get it. Have picked up on that, but oh my god, they also don't add. That much. I mean, I guess if they were done properly, it would have been nice.
1: Yeah, it would have been. It would have been nice if they were done properly. It's because her hair must be really blunt. But oh my god! Surely there's, there's just there are just, just not there are just good hair extensions she could have gotten for that.
2: Who did Miss Jolly this dirty with the hair extensions?
1: It's cute seeing her kids out and about. Yeah, I love seeing her kids out and about. What uh, Zahara? Yeah, wearing that. Oscar's dress. dress, Which I think I think Zahara basically is really into fashion. It aged Zahara. So yeah, (laughs) because it's
2: It's the like aging stuff. Yeah, I think she's
1: really into fashion. I think she's trying to kind of cement herself as a fashion kid. And I also genuinely do think that if it was Shiloh or one of the ones that is Brad and Angelina's biological children, people would be like reporting on it more. Or something because mm. she wears she wears like really cute outfits all the time right and she always goes to the red carpet with her mom and wears really mm. cool fashionable things and no one really reports on it yeah and everyone was reporting on
2: the fact that shiloh wore a dress for the first time i was like she's in an oscars gown can you bounce back from a incident like this in terms of her hairstylist you're just fired you're just fired right like surely she's not out that much yeah jimmy chan looked amazing jimmy
1: chan looked amazing and had she, her and richard madden had they been public
2: before this no they're not a couple they're like best friends i think he's gay oh they've been best friends since they're in like high school or something that's why it's cute wait
1: who is she date she used to date that comedian
2: yeah now she dates dominic the mamma mia guy cooper
1: oh yeah okay i got confused um, i thought they were making their little debut and i was like I-, I was like that's so fucking cute
2: they look cute in those red carpet pics yeah yeah, Eternals probably won't see it. What do you think of like Marvel movies? I just... definitely won't see it.
1: I don't care about any kind of superhero film. But same with Scarlett Johansson. She must be just taking it because of the money. She's in all those superhero films. Yeah,
2: she's she's into yeah into the money. I mean, they're all into the money, but she's definitely
1: crazy. I wouldn't. I feel like I wouldn't sell my soul for that. But then I guess I don't know how much it is. And also, it just propels you to like crazy fame. Yeah, exactly. Some some are, some can be cool. I just think these superhero ones I'm just not that into. But I saw like, things like the Joker and stuff they're obviously cool.
2: Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's hard, it's hard, isn't it? I can see how. And we haven't seen them so maybe they are weirdly like <laughs> cool, but I doubt it. Yeah. I saw Avengers 1 many moons ago when it first came out and I thought it was a nice little movie, but it just turned in it was just too much to keep up with.
1: Everyone's slamming Dune because Zendaya, who has been on this whole press tour,
2: guess how long she's in Dune for? Yeah, she's not i Seven minutes. Well, seven minutes. Out of two hours. Because they've split the book into two, right? Yeah. And I think... She'll,
1: she'll be look. in the sequel probably a lot more. But yeah,
2: that's crazy that Surely.
1: she's been... Uh, it's, it hasn't got very good reviews. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. Someone said there's too much sand. Because <laughs> it's about... Wait... The distant future when people rule over the different planets or some shit doesn't sound like my kind of movie to be fair
2: they're fighting over spice which i think is like a stand-in for oil and it's meant to be (laughs) the west like pillaging the middle east or something and then timothy chalamet's character thinks he's like jesus born again and he keeps having dreams about zendaya Mm. and she's like a native and he's gonna save her white (laughs) Saviorism, yeah i thought it was meant to be really good but it's oh my god i forgot about the weekend sorry i wonder what what he thought of those extensions
1: oh i I, yeah (laughs) wasn't he dating isn't wasn't he dating selena gomez when she did that crazy okay what's the line
2: between him and this shit happening and these beauty malfunctions
1: seriously i'm sure bella had one when um she was dating him too He's the issue here. What's he doing? Don't know. But I hope they're not dating anymore. Anyway, I'm going to go to Patreon. Much to chat about. Mostly John Mullaney and Olivia Munn and goop six docs.
2: Yeah. And Kate Beckinsale saying she's very smart. So smart that
0: she didn't. Code buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
2: Didn't get roles in Hollywood or something. Bye.
0: Bye.